0: Ed podcast. We're here with Carrie Wright of VI Plastics. Uh, you can visit her at the uh, VI um, She has a special mission, and that's to, well, institute recycling and recycling products across the Virgin Islands. Um, she's been based out of the British Virgin Islands. Um, she's joining us today from Ontario, Canada, and she has an inspirational message to share with everyone. And on these podcasts, we tend to have Very inspirational people, but this is one of these things that all of us can get behind, especially those of us who are charterers in the British Virgin Islands, because let's face it, we're always buying bottles of water, we're always buying jugs of water, we always have all these plastic items around, and, well, we know we feel guilty as hell if we have to put these in the trash, you know, it doesn't make sense. At home, we have recycling. But when we go to the VI, it's a much smaller space, so our footprint is much bigger. And Carrie has stepped forward, and she's created a group that is doing something positive with those things. Uh, Maybe Grant, you can expand on that a little bit.
1: Yeah, listen, Kevin, um, so Carrie contacted me about you know what how could we help out and i think she might have been a bit uh, surprised i said you have the full support of nautic ed Uh, we really want to jump on this and it is a program that's very dear to our heart at nautic ed and that's you know the ocean right um so i think carrie might have been a bit surprised about the the length of the phone call initial one um where we said uh, right let's work together so, um, Carrie, welcome to the show, welcome, and I, wanna, I want you to talk about all the things you're doing and, you know, what can we do, what can people do as they go chartering. Um, let's, let's get on to it.
2: Great, thanks for having me.
0: Well, Kerry, thank you for joining us today. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a regular BVI sailor, I know Grant is as well. Um, I spend my summers there sailing yachts uh, quite often, and I have a guilt complex when it comes to buying the plastic bottles and you know, the plastic jugs, because we, we need those aboard. You know, people need to stay hydrated, but at the same time, they just go right into the trash bin. And we know that's not the best place to put these things. And, you know, you've created an option for us. Can you tell us a little bit about what VI Plastics is doing?
2: Yes, of course. Um, this is the, our really our first attempt to really promote what we're doing. So we're thankful for the Nautic Ed community as a, as a way that we can reach out. We've been building something in the BVI for over a year now and we're now ready really to to talk about it and share our pride in in what we've been able to accomplish. So VI Plastics is a plastics recycling company on the island of Tortola. We work in partnership with the nonprofit group Green VI and also the local Department of Waste Management. And we, are, uh, we now have a functioning recycling system in the British Virgin Islands. So we can accept uh, plastic, which is our part, glass and aluminum cans. VI Plastics um, is the local group that processes the plastic collected in the territory. So we are actually processing it in the British Virgin Islands. And we're using that plastic to make other products uh, for the territory. So primarily we make outdoor furniture And we also make what we call utility items. So we're making the recycling bins that are going across the territory through which we can collect more recyclables.
0: That's amazing. So you're actually using the recyclable materials to create the bins to collect the recyclable materials.
2: Exactly, it's a very circular um, kind uh, kind of project. What's important I think is, so what happens in a lot of Caribbean islands is Um, if they are recycling it's getting collected it's getting baled or ground up and then it's getting shipped away to um, a place like miami where it's being processed at a large industrial factory but plastic has value The, the way that i look at it is we've paid to ship those items we've paid the financial cost and the environmental cost of shipping those items to the british virgin islands If we can capture that, we can use that plastic to make something else that we need. So we need outdoor furniture, we need fence boards, we need things like that. And so it's our goal to make those things out of recycled plastics. We're a social enterprise. um, and, And by that, I mean, you know, it's not a goal. Nobody's getting rich here. Our goal is to make things that we can sell so that we generate sufficient revenue that we can continue to operate as the plastics recycler in the territory
1: and Carrie um it's um so also that's creating local jobs right
2: yes we have um a full-time manager um, and we also work a lot with the high school students so last year uh, we had up to six high school students that were working with us part-time when we, were, when we were growing quickly, we needed the extra help.
1: And I think um, you also mentioned that uh, Richard Branson's group uh, down there gave some initial funding as well um, because you're creating <laughs> yeah. jobs and- so,
2: um, Mr. Branson is very generous. Um, he supports a, um, a nonprofit charitable group called Unite BVI. Um, and they run a number of programs that support the local economy. Uh, so they have a, what's called a kickstart grant, which is for local entrepreneurs. Um, and they also support a number of environmental and education initiatives. So our original startup funding um, came from uh, Unite BVI through the nonprofit group Green GreenVI. So Green VI received um, a large amount of money that they were able to distribute to help get the recycling system going.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And we're quite familiar with uh, Virgin Unite um, in the BVI. I don't know if the listeners, uh, everybody knows it, but when Hurricane Irma hit, NordicEd was able to go out to all of our students and we raised seventy thousand dollars from all of our students and we gave that to Virgin Unite um, to help out with the hurricane victims so um, that was all through Branson as well so really cool. Mm
0: -hmm. Well let's roll this back to the very beginning you know because we want our listeners to be able to apply what you're talking about you know and do the things that are going to be most helpful so if I'm going to go on a charter and I'm at the local you know, right way, or I'm at Bobby's Market or wherever it might be, you know, is there a particular type of plastic that's better for me to buy for recycling purposes?
2: There are some really easy, uh, painless things that visitors to the BBI can do to help us out um, with waste management and with the recycling strategy. Um, The most important thing is, please, if I can ask you, do not buy small single-use water bottles because um, it's really difficult to process the large volume of those um, single-use bottles in a small recycling system like we have in the Virgin Islands. I know that people um, need to drink lots of water. Um, there There are a couple things you can do instead. First, most of the charter companies have potable water on board. And that's an easy thing that you can just confirm with your charter company. Um, If you do want to purchase bottled water, if that makes you feel more comfortable, um, we would prefer if you buy the large one-gallon bottles. Um, You can buy a you know, two or three of those. And then there are um, vending machines where you can actually refill those bottles with reverse osmosis water all across the island. And some of the resorts um, will even fill your water bottles for free as part of your mooring fee. And then one step further, if you're buying the one gallon bottles, the bottles that are clear are made out of a plastic called PET but the bottles that are um, somewhat translucent, so they're kind of that opaque milky color, those are those are made out of a plastic. Um, it's On the bottom, you'll see a triangle that has a number two and maybe the words or maybe the letters HDPE. That's a different kind of plastic. And that's easier to, for us to recycle in our system. And it's easier for us to use in our new products. So if you're going to buy water, buy the one gallon translucent bottles that have a number two on, on it, and that's easier for us to include in our recycling system. A couple of other really quick, easy things. Um, You don't need to use shopping bags. Um, The main right way in particular has boxes um, along the back by the cash. So you can just put your groceries in the boxes um, instead of using lots and lots of plastic bags. Or if you wanna buy your own souvenir bag, um, they have them for sale. And there's actually a great new company in Tortola that's making pretty decorative bags um, that are available for sale at the right way and the other grocery stores. And then the last thing, particularly around plastic, is about straws. Um, many of our BBI resorts and restaurants um, now will not give you a straw sort of as the, as the default. You need to explicitly ask for the straw. So um, if you can just lay off the straws, those are, those are an item that while they're easy to recycle, they often get put in the trash. And so we don't get them captured up in the recycling system. So if you don't need to use a straw, um, please refrain.
1: And where are the, um, the water stations um, to uh, fill those, those bottles with, Carrie?
2: They are, um, they're really all over the island because as a local person, that's what we did. I had a set of four one-gallon bottles and then I go to the, the water vending machine once a week or so, as needed, and I fill those bottles up. Um, they are available um, at the main right way. You'll find it at Leverett Bay, you'll find one over at Yoast. Um, as I said, most of the resorts, um, as you're going around the, um, the different mooring fields, a lot of the, the companies there will fill your water bottle for free. Um, Green Bi, the local nonprofit group, has an app, um, and I believe that um, the locations of water refill stations are, are mapped um, through the app that they have.
0: Yeah, There's a, a, a little pre-conversation I was having with Grant because I thought I was doing something great, but it turns out that I was just polluting things even worse at the time. But I didn't mean to, honestly, I really didn't. Um, but aboard charter yachts, you have these things called water plants. These are water makers, right? And you know, out of the bottom of the water maker, you can just have a little tube on the bottom, and it takes. Fresh water that you're making, you can just fill your bottles right up. And that's – I thought I was doing a wonderful thing until Grant reminded me that I was burning diesel fuel to run the generator to create that water where I could just go to one of these water points and I wouldn't have to do any of that.
2: Well, that's not a terrible option. Um, it's uh, it's better than buying the little small water bottles at the store. Um, but yeah, there are there are lots of ways that you can stay hydrated and not um, and not affect the environment.
0: And so these recycle points. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit because I, I would love for our listeners to know, you know, where they can go to make um, those 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 deposits so they can drop off those recycling pieces. Um, where where do you suggest that they go
2: there are now over 51 different places um, across the bbi where you can deposit your recycling Um, so i think an important thing to note is in the bbi waste and recycling is handled much differently than in north america so in north america we have what would be called residential collection where someone comes across in front of your house and they pick up the things that you leave out at the end of your driveway um, in the BBI, waste and recycling are both um, collected just at main um, collection sites in neighbourhoods. So it's quite um, a normal natural thing for local people in the BBI to go to their neighbourhood spot and deposit their waste and then depo- and then put the recycling in the bin. So anyone, tourists, charters, you're welcome to use any of those um, waste recycling um, sites that you come across. So they are located at all of the major, <clears throat> excuse me all the major marinas. but also if you find yourself um, out in the car or something like that, you'll find them um, throughout all the different neighborhoods in Tortola as well. I'll refer you back to the Green VI app. So Green VI is a fantastic nonprofit partner in the British Virgin Islands. They are really leading on the the growth of the recycling system in coordination with the local Department of Waste Management. And as part of their awareness and education campaign, they created an app um, available uh, for any Android, Apple device. And um, it's location specific. So when you're out on your charter, you find yourself out in Virgin Florida, um, you can look up your location and it will tell you the closest recycling sites um, to where you are right now.
0: Wow. So there's actually an app for that.
2: There is an app for that. <laughs> there's
0: always an app for that. I mean, the, the things that are most important tend to not have apps. You know what I mean? It, but this is something that uh, you have an app for that that can help people find where they need to go. Uh, I mean, we're familiar with the guys that come up to the boat sometimes and they'll say, hey, would you like us to take your trash? Um, are, are these folks that could also take our recycling too and bring them to the proper you know, deposit point?
2: Yeah, those services are really important to charter guests. um, And we recognize that it's something that we're working towards. So we have actually been in conversation with some of those groups who go out to the boats. Um, The difficult part is the recycling system is really self-funded. So we exist because we sell products. Um, Green VI exists because they collect funding from local businesses. Um, sort of based on, um, on the size of the organization. So businesses are helping to uh, support and fund the, um, the recycling system. Things like someone to go around to collect from all of the recycling sites and someone to sort into the different um, recyclable streams. So um, we need a way to fund the, um, the recycling system from the tourists, from the charter side. So we're exploring different options. It could be, um, I used to live out in the country and I had stickers that I, that I purchased from our township office. And I put one of my recycling stickers on the bag when I put it out to show that I've paid in advance um, for that to be collected. So we're looking at some of the systems like that, that we could implement um, that would make it easy for, for charter guests to, uh, to be able to recycle responsibly.
1: And I want to put it um a little bit in perspective as well um it's Grant, so you know at home um I'm here probably 45 48 weeks a year, and uh, obviously I, I recycle you know as much as possible, um, I even pull stuff out of the garbage bin and stick it in the recycling bin if if somebody had missed it, so I feel really responsible right. Uh, then I go on vacation, sailing vacation probably twice a year. So there's two weeks a year uh, or three weeks where, um, you know, we're out and we're generating all of this uh, potentially recycling stuff. But, you know, and it's just it hasn't been readily available to recycle. And so what happens and I think in people's minds is that, look, I'm I'm responsible 50 weeks a year. But just this two weeks of the year, give me a break. Right. So I'm not going to recycle. I'm not going to be good, but I am resp- responsible 50 weeks. a year. And well, what comes down to it is that, you know, the sensitivity of some of these locations like the BVI and the rest of the Caribbean and even the Med, you know, those oceans are much more sensitive to um, your presence than any other place that you go. And so there's really a multiplication factor on those two weeks. So, you know, don't, as a listener, um, don't think, okay, well, I'm going to give myself a break for that one week because, you know, you're really multiplying that week by 20 or 30 times anyway. So you're not being a very good person if you're not going all out in these locations. and, And but again, what, Carrie, what you're doing is fantastic because now you're making it accessible and available um, to actually do that. So, and I think what we'll do and work with you to try to um, get some of the charter companies really on board um, and not just giving a lip service, but have the charter companies really um, excited about uh, contributing to this effort. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited.
0: Well, let's talk about other, that.
2: Just if I can just say one last thing, I think the other important thing to put put perspective on on tourists coming um, to small places is the BBI has um, a a local population of about 30,000 people Um, sometimes a little more sometimes a little less Um, but we receive over a million tourist guests um, every year. So the tourists are actually the bulk of the people uh, that are coming and spending time in the island. So it's important that we are all working together to, to keep such a beautiful place um, clean and healthy.
1: Well, there you go. Do some math on that one, right? A million tourists making a bag each of recycling material. That's a million bags um, of recyclables that probably up until now have just been dumped in the trash. So Probably
0: a million times three.
1: Probably. Probably, yeah. You
0: know? Um, And let's talk about that. Because we're talking about tourists, right? And tourists are coming in and, you know, there's a large number of charter tours that come through. Are there charter companies that are working with you now to help, you know, push forward what you're doing?
2: Most of the charter companies, I would say, have been incredibly supportive. Um, we got started specifically at uh, Nanny Key, and we've had tremendous support from the Nanny Key, uh staff and Horizon, which is based out of there. Um, when, when, when we were first thinking about starting VI Plastics, um, you know, we had all our permits and things in place from a government side, and we said, okay, right now, how do we go about collecting plastic? We want to make things. Uh, we need to be able to collect plastic so nanny key was supportive of us uh, b- building a bin and putting it um in in down by the marina at nanny key um and we we just put it up there was no there was no promotion there was no press release there was no fanfare we built a we built an eight foot bin and we put a sign on the front that said glass plastic and aluminum cans and almost immediately within that same week people started putting their recyclables in there. They were sorted, they were organized. Um, We heard that Horizon was promoting it with their their charter guests, the local people that lived there, the people that had their own private boats at Naniki. People want to recycle. Um, We've learned that very quickly. People want to contribute. Um, I think from the charter side, the challenge is for us as a small system, being able to manage the volume. Um, so last year, the system was really growing where we were adding collection points. We were becoming more sophisticated in our infrastructure as far as having dedicated people going around and doing the collection to make sure that things weren't ever piling up. Um, so now we're in a much better place to support the large, um, the large charter companies.
0: Very nice. And, you know, maybe I'm putting a spot here, but do you have a sense for about how much plastic you've taken away from the ocean and into actual, you know, products?
2: Um, so um, our first product was, uh, our first prototype was uh, our version of a modern Adirondack chair. Uh, my personal aesthetic is leans on the modern side and that chair um, weighs 72 pounds Um, we're not shy on making sure that it's strong because you know it could be for commercial use Um, so we think that that's about um, five large garbage bags full of laundry bottles is about the equivalent is going into one of those chairs the waste bin that we make which is one of the other things um, that we're doing a lot of right now Um, So it's a recycling collection bin or they use it as a waste collection bin out on the beaches. So it's a four foot cube um, that people can deposit into and that weighs 240 pounds of recycled plastic.
0: Well, folks, if you're listening now, you should go to viplastics or sorry viplasticrecycling dot um, You can click on the shop button, and you can see these things that we're talking about right now: um, the Adirondack chair, uh, the patio chair, the the big four foot bin, and the stool. Um, these are things that they have available right now for purchase. And like she said, um, if you buy the beach chair, you just help take five bags of recycled plastic. Out of the ocean that's a pretty cool thing if you're going to buy something and i i'm a fan of the adirondack chair i know i love your patio chair; it's nice and soft and cushy looking but i'm an adirondack chair kind of guy Uh, so if you go and purchase from them not only are you taking plastic away from the virgin islands and keeping it out of the ocean but at the same time you get to come away with something that's very cool and funds continued activity of what Kerry's doing right now
1: and and I just want to throw in a a story it's grant Um, so about a year and a half ago I got to attend the uh, climate accelerator program with all of the Caribbean countries um, in Jamaica and um, a lot of prime ministers there and Branson was there and um, lots of people right um, all interested in the environment and so I was talking to this one guy who was heading up um, the big study out of a university, um, helping uh, Grenada to get onto, um, you know, environmental friendly type stuff? And I said, Oh, that must be really cool! You know, you're working on recycling and that kind of stuff. And he goes, No, the first job is to move the garbage dump, which is at the top of a cliff that overlooks an ocean. So. Um, I mean, go figure that, right? Because he said the cliff is about to collapse. Um, So all of the garbage dump would have gone into the ocean. So, um, Kevin, when you say removing the plastic from the ocean, that actually is real. I mean, some of these things that go on in these, you know, decently poor nations um, is is absolutely amazing in terms of what they're doing with with rubbish and plastic. Amazing in terms of awful, right? Um, and so being able to get it out of the even the garbage dump um, stop it from being burned and all that smoke and, and nasty plastic stuff you know that goes into the ocean um, you know we've got to do a lot more and individually if people like Carrie are putting systems together when we go down there we can be a lot more responsible about this so um, you know Again, this is not, you know, pie in the sky type stuff. This is actually real and it's really happening and it's really available to everybody to partake.
0: You know, Kerry, if we could ask, what could our listeners do? You know, and again, I'm putting you on the spot, but what could our listeners do to help? You know, could they petition their local charter company, their, or their favorite charter company, or could they uh, uh, write letters? I mean, what what can our listeners do that you know are are tuned into this right now?
2: I think um, talking with your charter company, mentioning it um, when you when you go to your destination, mentioning it to the manager at your charter base is helpful. Um, including it in your survey responses um, at the end of your charter when people ask you or when the company asks you about your visit i think that would be really helpful the the pressure for com are on companies and on governments um, is what will eventually drive the policies and practices that make these kinds of systems sustainable um, right now uh, in the BVI, we are our startup, the startup of our company, the startup of the system at large, um, really relied on some charitable contributions, um, and that that works in the BVI. It might not work in in every other place. Um, so if if we have companies and governments that are driving it from the top instead of grassroots organizations trying to sort of. Scrabble and build things from the bottom up that would be that would be really helpful to scale these kinds of initiatives across the Caribbean and
1: I think one of the things that we're gonna do Gary, um, working with you and some of your Associates down there is we're going to add a, a Complete new module to the bareboat boat charter course that we have and it just basically talks about how to be uh, responsible um, using uh, plastics and just when you go on uh, vacation, go on holiday, um, how to reduce, reuse, recycle. Um, so that's a, a module that's coming up um, into the Nordic Ed Bearboat Charter course. So we're excited about that. Thanks for your help on, on writing that.
2: We are very excited to contribute to that. Thank you. Nordic Ed. Uh was something that I turned to when I was first going down to charter myself um, I learned to sail as a as a little girl my dad taught me and luckily for me I suppose my dad is uh, is now a sailing instructor so I got good instruction but it had been a number of years so Nauticad was fantastic for uh, for tuning my skills and getting me ready to go back down to for a charter
1: oh cool no oh, thank you thanks for the compliment on that we always take those I so pass it on to the team
0: and speaking of getting involved, um, earlier it mentioned a a GoFundMe page. Uh, is that something you have active now that you would like to share with our listeners?
2: so we're uh, we are running a crowdfunding campaign um, uh, on the platform Start some good um, is the is the one that we chose. Um, and it's really because uh, the recycling system in the BBI has grown so quickly that we're in a position where VI Plastics needs to grow in order to keep up with the new volume of plastics that are coming through. So we've identified some some very specific uh, investments that we can make that will increase our efficiency. So we plan to add some new specialized equipment and make some changes to our manufacturing process that will allow us to both collect um, and process more plastic. So keeping up with the volume, but also uh, being able to turn that plastic into more products. So again, our, our model, our existence relies on um, generating sufficient revenue from the sale of products in order to continue operating. So um, if we need to add more staff, which we do in order to keep up, um, that means that we need to figure out a way to make more things so that we can sell more things. So our crowdfunding campaign um, is on um, now, and actually you'll be able to continue to support uh, support our company um, through goods on our website. Um, but we have some, some great um, support from local businesses, and we're excited to be able to offer uh, rewards that are local experiences, some of my very favorite places um, in the BVI for those, um, those people that contribute to, to supporting our growth.
1: And uh, just to put that in a time perspective, it's uh, September 2020 right now. So depends on when you listen to this. uh, Crowdfunding might be gone uh, and over with, but certainly we want you to help out. And I think, Carrie, we talked about some really just good ideas um, where people can contribute. And one of them is maybe like a burgie or something like that that you're buying down there saying you um, uh, support uh, green activities and you've contributed to it. So everybody keep an eye out for that um, and uh, an eye out for everything else that you guys are doing.
0: Well, and Carrie, before we go, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners tonight?
2: So independent of, uh, of VI Plastics, uh, I do work in social innovation. And so the one um, the one piece that I would maybe share is that it seems maybe a bit extreme that after chartering in the BBI, I decided to quit my job as a government research analyst to go and start a recycling company, that might not be for everybody. Um, But there are small things that you can do um, in your community, uh, in your favorite vacation destination, um, you know, where, where in any area, in any place that's important to you, you can decide to make a positive impact. And it's as simple as reaching out, finding some collaborators um, and, and just getting started. So I would encourage anybody who wants to support environmental issues or wants to support a culture or, or any community or place to, um, to do what they can to try and make that, that place better.
1: So Kerry, we're going to do, you and I are going to do a blog uh, together coming up, it'll be on NordicEd, so you'll be able to just type in um, recycling or plastics or whatever in the blog uh, page will come up. So that blog will come out uh, pretty soon and that'll include you know, some good ideas from you and talk about the BVI and talk about everything, right?
2: Yeah, we're looking forward to that um in that blog post in particular i want to talk more about how we built a system so vi plastics is one company we're very proud to be one of the core partners in the bbi recycling system but there are lots of other people involved lots of other um, organizations and so the blog will describe more about um, how our public private partnership is working Um, and um, some lessons for for other places to to institute a similar um, small-sized recycling system
1: well and that's the point right you're creating something that's duplicatable Um, so somebody else if they're thinking about doing the same thing in a different island nation um, perhaps they can contact you and say hey um, I'm thinking about this Uh, can you lend some help
2: Um, and in fact we are working in other islands so I have a big goal of taking um, this sort of small scale recycling approach to the other Caribbean islands. Um, And we are getting started in Antigua very shortly. We have a local nonprofit uh, partner in place and um, and we're we're in talks now with some other groups who are going to join us. So our hope is that we can can be doing plastics recycling in Antigua very soon and then uh, the other islands shortly after that.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So you can keep those 365 beaches in Antigua um, nice and clean and clear, right? Exactly. One for every day of the year. And Antigua is an amazing charter destination. I you know, really loved uh, chartering down there. And so um, keeping that island nation clean is, is uh, just paramount as well.
0: Well, Carrie, you have been an amazing guest today. Thank you. I mean, you are doing things that... Um, Frankly, we've always wondered when someone would step up and do these things, if someone would step up and do these things, and you're doing it in a way that's scalable, replicatable, Um, it can help many other island nations, and you started out in a place that's extremely dear to my heart and Grant's heart and it it matters what you're doing matters and so much of sailing is about us exploring ourselves exploring the world but to be able to give something back along the way and to do something in the right way is huge Um, you have been a wonderful guest you have been an inspiration to our listeners i already know and i keep using that word over and over again because it's true it's it's not something everybody can do it takes a special kind of person and you're one of those Thank you for being with us today.
2: Thank you very much.
0: On behalf of myself, Captain Kev Grant, the founder of Nautic Ed, thank you, Carrie. Happy sales. (laughs)